guys. Welcome to Enter In, the podcast. We hope through this intentional time of listening, reflection, and prayer, you are able to hear the voice of God as we navigate through the journey of life together. This podcast series is created and hosted by Jeff Rogers, an American pastor and missionary who serves alongside his wife, Carrie Beth, in the Czech Republic. Please subscribe and share this unique experience to pause, reflect, and engage with our Creator God, focusing on what He has for us in this busy and ever-changing world. Welcome to part four of our series entitled The Book of James. Hope everyone is having a good week. And this week we're going to be looking at James chapter 3, um, verses 1 through 12. And we're going to be focusing on the topics of influence, of responsibility, the tongue, and communication. So influence, responsibility, the use of our tongue, and communication. And the big idea today as we continue in this series is that our words can cause new life to others or they can cause destruction to others. Our words can cause new life or they can cause um, destruction. And so the application that I hope to take away from this part of the series, part four, is that we must make a habit of thinking before we speak. And that's just a reminder to all of us of how important our words are, that we must make a habit of thinking before we speak. And so we'll start with James chapter 3, verses 1 through 12 today. And this section of James 3 is uh, actually entitled, Taming the Tongue. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, They are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kind of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by by mankind, but no human can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. This is the word of the Lord. 
So certain positions require a particular amount of responsibility. And with that comes a large amount of influence. When you think about this, for instance, uh, teachers, mentors, any kind of supervisory role uh, follows this meaning. Communication is the way in which us human beings thrive, grow, and actually make progress in the world and in the relationships around us. And so there in verse 1, James expresses the caution against too many people in the community becoming teachers. He warns that teachers receive stricter judgment. And since teachers have such great influence on people and their progress, um, I would say they have a much larger responsibility than others, and that's what James is talking about. And that's very important for us to remember that when we are put in a position of influence, when we are put, whether it is in front of a church or in front of a group of students at a school or in group in, in front of a, a board meeting or in front of a, a sales team in an organization, that influence is great. And what we teach and how we model and how we live and how we show our actions uh, that really do matter. So the first point of reflection today is I want you to think about have you ever been given wrong information by a teacher? And if so, how did it affect you? And then what are some reasons proper communication is so important? Have you ever been given wrong information by a teacher? How did it affect you? And what are some reasons proper communication is so important? Reflect on that. is compared to two things that are considered small to the force they exert. As we look at verse 3, it says, a horse as big as it is, you know, it can be moved by the use of bits. And then James goes on to say in verse 4 that a ship really, as large and intimidating as it is, and the winds that drive it are also large and intimidating at times, as, as they might be, but a ship can be maneuvered through the sea by a small rudder. Now, in the same way, the tongue, if you think about this, I, I always love this uh, analogy. It is a very small part of the body that can cause so much damage or create much prosperity and blessings. When you stop and think about it, it is the tongue that controls a lot of our lives. And so these examples that James gives, these images, these analogies, make the point that many things, and he goes on to say in verse 7, especially animals, have been tamed 
They have been ruled and dominated by humankind. The beasts of the fields can be tamed in verse 8. However, the tongue is far harder to tame. And I think you would all agree with me that it is what gets us in trouble often. Uh, whether we slip up and say the wrong thing or, or, or maybe we don't think and we say something, with, uh, but it comes across like with a different meaning or a different tone. Um, and the damage to clean up after we do these things can oftentimes be great and divisive, um, misunderstood, and, and just cause much undue uh, stress or, or worry. And so, you know, if you think about, like, a match, I was thinking about this uh, as we prepared for this podcast, when you light a match on its own, yeah, sure, it's, it can be destructive, but when you put that match um, around other matches or around other things that are flammable, uh, that one match quickly sets fire to that entire box of matches. And so in a similar way, the tongue can quickly do the same thing. And so think about that image. Think about that analogy. Uh, growing up, I used, to, uh, like, I, I used to like to build models, like uh, plastic models of ships and boats and rockets and all those types of things. And when me and my friends would get tired of that, of uh, playing with those, uh, we would go and literally like blow them up or light them on fire. And you know, we would take one match and usually put, like, lighter fluid around it or maybe a series of other matches, uh, as crazy as that sounds. We were kids and having a good time in, in the driveway of our homes. Um, but, you know, that one match, yes, it can cause damage, but when you put it up against other matches or other things that are flammable, um, it quickly can turn into a mess, and so in that similar way, as we talked about there in verse 5 and 6, James talks about the tongue can quickly do the same. You know, the tongue is able to communicate what's in our heart and on our mind. The tongue is able to communicate what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And this means that we are liable to speak many good things. But we can also cause much destruction. And James emphasizes this by reminding us of how we can actually bless God in one moment and curse his image bearers in the next there in verse 9. The tongue cannot be tamed by sinful human beings in verse 8 there. We must continually make the choice to renew our minds in order to try to control our tongue. And we have to rely on the help of the Holy Spirit. Because oftentimes we get tired and things slip out of our, our mouth that we shouldn't say or you know, we're frustrated. Lots of emotions play into this, and that's why, you know, the tongue is able to communicate what's in our heart and our mind, and sometimes those, uh, you know, sort of go against each other. Uh, maybe something we're thinking but not actually feeling, and, and, you know, it just gets messy. It gets weird. So as we pause for this next reflection question, has your tongue ever gotten you in trouble? That's obviously a question that we could all say yes to, but I just want you to think about some situations in your life where maybe your tongue has gotten you in trouble. But more importantly, did it have lasting repercussions? Did it have lasting repercussions?
But looking at verse 9, uh, verse 9 mentions both a positive and negative use of the tongue. The positive use uh, involves praise of God. Um, that would be like the highest function of, of human speech. Uh, now, the negative use, use it, it involves cursing human beings. Uh, and cursing refers to sort of that, that personal verbal abuse, uh, perhaps maybe arising from you know, an argument or a loss of temper. Uh, sometimes I've even seen it in debates, um, especially politics. Uh, it also involves the expression expression of angry wishes on enemies. I mean, I think we've all done that. We've said some probably negative things about other people that we don't we do not get along with. And so this includes speech which is uh, insulting, uh, and also can lead to profanity. And verse 10 spotlights the inconsistency of this action. We are sinfully inconsistent when we bless God and then turn around and curse those made in God's likeness. And this is just a reminder for us that we are um, we're sinfully inconsistent. And so we have to be careful that uh, when we curse those whom God has made, we are effectively, you know, cursing God. He is the object of both expressions because he is our creator God. He created all of us. And so as we try to love God and love others, uh, we have to be careful that when we do speak ill or we do let our tongue uh, lead us into, you know, moments uh, that we do not mean to say certain things and intend certain meanings on people uh, that we're actually putting that back on God because he is the object of both of those expressions. And such a double standard um, is, is, is outrageous when you think about it. And that's what James is trying to remind us of as we read this passage today. So... As we pause for this last reflection question, can you remember a time when you spoke nice things and in the same day maybe had an inappropriate outburst or something similar to that? Can you remember a time when you spoke nice things and in the same day had that inappropriate um, outburst? reflection question as I think about that um, yeah it's very applicable in all of our lives and you know I would say that I, it happens sometimes far too much uh, in my own life where uh, there's some inconsistency you know uh, just as a leader as a teacher as a pastor um, we have good moments and then we have times where we get frustrated with people and and that leads to uh, you know an, an inappropriate thought or an inappropriate word or an inappropriate action. So 
I think we can all relate to that last reflection question. I sure know that I can. There's an old movie called The Parent Trap uh, that Disney made, and in 1998, it was actually remade. And Annie runs into her future stepmother, Meredith, as she's hanging out, um, I think, with her dad. And Meredith speaks very highly of Annie in front of her dad and actually in front of uh, her assistant, continuing to give her many compliments. And maybe you've seen this movie, uh, the remake. However, as soon as she drives off with her assistant, she literally just begins to tear Annie down, calling her names, expressing the exact opposite. Now, I want you to think about this illustration in your own life, and I know I'm thinking about it in my life, how often we, we do this, and how quickly we often change how we speak about someone, depending a lot of times on the audience or who is listening. So hopefully today, as we have looked at this this uh, story, uh, I'm sorry, this scripture of taming the tongue, um, we understand our roles as influencers, uh, whether it's in the classroom or in front of a church or whatever our audience is, um, and the responsibility that comes along with that, as James reminds us, and how important uh, communication is, and that communication is controlled by the tongue, and the tongue is a very powerful weapon, but it can also be a very powerful blessing uh, to others because our words can cause new life or they can cause destruction. And so I just leave you with the challenge today that we must make a habit of thinking before we speak. Very easy to say, a lot of times very hard to do, I know for me, and I'm sure for you that's, that's a tough one. And that, that today really just reminds me, this scripture, um, of the importance of the roles that God has placed us in as we communicate his love and his gospel in front of other people, in front of the audience that he gives us and the friends that he gives us and the students that he gives us and how important that habit is to think before we speak. Father God, thank you for today and this podcast, Lord. I just thank thank you of the reminder, uh, Lord, that with the tongue, we either praise you, uh, Father, or we can use it to curse you, and that, that, that is by causing destruction and divisiveness with others uh, and saying harmful things, Father. But, Lord, just uh, help us, uh, give us the strength, um, you know, Lord, to, to speak kindly, to be very slow to speak, very quick to listen, Father. And, Lord, I just think about that last part of James where you say, my brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. And so it has to line up for us, our mind, our hearts, Lord, and our voice, our tongue. So, Father, be with us. Uh, continue to do a work in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Enter In, the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this experience with others.